0: Welcome to the DL Gaming
1: Podcast. I'm Bobby.
2: I'm Amanda.
0: I was fighting a sneeze through that entire intro. I almost blew the whole thing, but here we are. I am there's logic. Uh, How was your guys' weekends?
1: Busy. Super busy, but what's new? But I did get a lot of gaming in this week, so I'm excited about that. How about you, Amanda.
2: Uh, mine was also busy. Yeah, Thursday I drove through a few storms, but I missed the worst one uh, and landed in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And it's been uh, pretty busy just kind of getting things ready and starting work. Uh, I'm sure the listeners can already pick up that. i into the Steel City and it sounds like I'm talking through steel walls, so I'm sorry. It's the phone and the internet and <laughs> I'm working on working on the stuff as best as I can. <laughs>
1: I don't think I, there was a period of time when I moved into an area called Allied Gardens in San Diego and I didn't have internet. I was stealing my neighbors Mm. um, because he was using this really old encryption and it was pretty easy to get past that. And it was like 600 megabytes down like 600 megs down. That wow. was, that was it. And I lived with that for like over a year and I'd, I'd hang out with this guy too. I never told him I was stealing his <laughs> internet, but he'd be like, man, my internet's slow," Cause I was like using it all the time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you should probably upgrade, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he never did. It was, it drove me crazy, but I was, um, uh, I was pretty broke back then. And, uh, it was like free internet for a year, free shitty internet. I'm morning.
0: sure it affected your sex life too, that slow internet porn
1: uh yeah well i don't know you know it didn't affect gaming no it didn't affect gaming at all no, at the like, time I, that yeah. was fine yeah yeah But
0: um uh, and then for me i worked yesterday and i'm going back tomorrow you know
1: yeah
0: the cycle woo! continued woo let's go but what the, what did break up the monotony was the video games that i played um but first we're going to talk about some that are on the radar came to our attention we have not played or played very little of
1: all right, first one we're going to start off with is Hellcard. So this is a game that was suggested to me because I've been playing so many card-based combat games like Monster Train. Uh this one just came out February 16th and it is a multi- or a co-op uh deck building roguelike. Um they say the the interesting thing about this, like what they do different than the other ones out there is that positioning actually matters mm-hmm. on on this one. Um, and it's not – most of these games you just see like the characters side to side, like it's 2D, two-dimensional – um layout but this one has more of a 3d map so it's got a little bit more of like a turn-based tactics element to it it could be good and it says it's based in the book of demons universe which i've never played but it sounded really familiar i I played it it. yeah i I looked it up and you gave it a positive review on steam apparently
0: yeah uh, i liked it i don't remember how much i played of it um it was kind of like a diablo clone Mm-hmm. Um, where it, everything was instant, it was the same thing like you you have the town and then you go in you adventure you come back, and you build up the town. It was one of the earlier games that did that the, from what I remember um, What I like about the I actually already wish list this um for those lucky gals that want to try to get in my pants. You can buy me this one um, usually these uh, uh, I want to call it grid based but it doesn 't look grid based it 's different it 's like Oh, uh, um, it's a circle. Um, mm-hmm. it's, you're in the center of a circle, the center, and the yeah. enemies
1: are coming in towards you.
0: It's almost like a wave survival, is what it reminds me of. I yeah. think they're probably moving in towards you, and you have to uh, get rid of them as they're coming in. Is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's and there's there's three different colors on the floor. I don't know if those are for uh, tactical reasons. Or maybe each character has one color. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I already wish this uh, wish listed this one.
1: I'm sure it's some sort of mechanic. But yeah, you can buy it. It's in early access. It's on sale for $18 right now, typically 20
0: Bobby, can you click on the developer, please? Because um,
1: Thing Trunk.
0: Thing Trunk. Uh, I saw something aliens related. Go down. Maybe I'm crazy. Aliens, Yes. Yeah. Book okay. of Aliens. What is it?
1: book of aliens well it's not aliens the franchise
0: oh okay i was thrown off
1: aliens right. invade paperverse. Hmm. Hmm. they keep referencing this paperverse because all their their graphic style is like this um pop-up book cardboard cutout type of yeah. animation
0: uh, yeah now that i you say that it does remind me of uh the book of demons that that's what it was
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah cool uh, right. cool hell card check it out
0: um i can't read mine i forgot what it is <laughs> there's, oh there's a pop-up we,
1: we don't have sniper today by the way yeah so be, be we
0: prepared. don't have snipers so things are worse but we don't have nick so things are better hey
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go it's gotta cancel <laughs> each other out
0: um <laughs> uh, pacific drive uh i saw this i instantly um loved it so you have this old beater station wagon oh i wanted to say this days you said almost like every other week you're like i drove through another storm i was just thinking like in uh world (laughs) of warcraft when you do certain achievements you get like a title it would you'd be like amanda storm driver dude because like
2: i do like that yeah and i've got some wild storm stories too of driving through i think the craziest is the desert dude desert storms are the worst i think
0: yeah, cause, the, uh, what are those called when, uh, water, like, um, uh, a flood comes out from anywhere? It's crazy. The, um, a
2: flash flood. Fl- the flash flooding. Yeah.
0: They have a name for them in, um, in Arizona and there's signs everywhere. Like most people that die in Arizona in car crashes is from water because it just comes out of nowhere. Uh, Chinooks or something, something like that. Anyway, um, uh pacific drive you got this beater station wagon and you're in this kind of like post-apocalyptic um real strange the machines have taken over this forest it looks like or this area that you're in and uh you're working out of this garage and you're constantly driving around and upgrading your um your station wagon and trying to get more parts for it and i think eventually you want to escape the forest but i think the way it's set up is like you're in the middle of the forest and you could only get so far with uh the the first uh version of the station wagon so and then you also need to work on it as when you're out in the field so you know if it breaks uh, you gotta f- fix whatever's wrong with it out there and then the the bad guys are it ranged from all kinds of, they set up traps for you. And anyway, uh, just take it out. It's called uh, Pacific Drive. And uh, yeah, I think it looks very cool.
1: All right, coming out 2023. That's so funny. This reminds me of, in the town that I grew up in, there was this guy named Tommy and he would drive around this old 50s station wagon that looked like, it looked just like the Ghostbusters car. It had all this Mm. stuff on it. And he would just like help people that were broken down on the side of the road and it i don't know i don't know why He's just like a nice guy who wanted to do that sort of thing
0: the answer is meth bobby he just wanted to work <laughs> on shit no,
1: no, he was like he was a really nice guy he used to work on my car because i used to have an old an old car and um you wouldn't we, charge people for this uh well i mean driving around helping people no he wouldn't but for working on a car yeah he would he would charge people um and what's funny is my sister now lives two houses down from him same oh, street so yeah. i drive by his place all the time that's cool um but yeah, and this uh, this station wagon with all the modifications totally reminded me of that. And in some of the shots, it almost looks like uh, like the Delorean. There's all this stuff on the outside, like all these capacitors or capacitors and wires.
0: Yeah, I think they actually do things too, uh, because uh, yeah, I think you need type of like EM uh, EMP bombs and stuff like that to try to combat these. Uh, but it, uh, I did not get the sense of a car combat here game. It's mostly running away. So I think there's probably a lot of things on the car that help you get away like, you know, smoke bombs and stuff like that Mm. so yeah, and I love games where the the progression uh, Is visual I really love uh, since the very first games that like your armor actually changes when you get new armor to to any game like that that like um, By now Isaac where you can see um, the mutations physically on your character uh, and then this one, you know, takes it to another level where every little thing that you put on your car looks different. So, but there's only one thing, you know, you, I don't think there's a physical person. There's no body. So the only thing in the game is the environment and this car. So they just put all the pixels on that car. Basically art wise, it, yeah. uh, it kind of looks like a um, uh, fire watch a little bit.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All right, guys, we got, got? Romancelvania.
2: Yeah, so Burn Division uh posted this in our on the radar section of Discord, which if you want to post something on the radar as well, we might cover it, we might not. Uh but you can post it and there's a good chance we will uh in our on the radar section on Discord which you can find at dlgaming.net. Um so Romancevania is a combination of a platformer or it's not a, pl- uh, a side-scrolling action platformer and a tongue-in-cheek romance. And it's together. So apparently you are drac, and after a century of moping around, you're heartbroken, they throw you into a monster reality dating show hosted by the Grim Reapers, And so you explore Transylvania's countryside and slay absurd as they put baddies, ooh, uh, <laughs> looking for eligible monsters. And so... Um, <laughs> It you can fall in love with a monster, which uh, you know, there you go, and you can watch it unfold on the reality show, which is interesting. So I don't know. This uh, like, and truthfully I probably won't play this, but I thought that this was pretty hilarious. Uh when I saw this posted on here and Bird Division posted. Like they got like a, a witch pumpkin chick with huge pumpkin titties. I think that's kinda hilarious. Like that's yeah, yeah, that's
0: it's, great. Yeah, visually it's it's hilarious. Uh the combat looks pretty weak, I gotta admit. But yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, it's yeah, got uh,
1: platformer combat, which is interesting because it's a dating sim, but it's also got this two uh, uh, D side scroller element to it.
0: Seems like the majority of it is the two uh, D side scrolling, but hilarious, so funny. Uh,
1: I think
2: it's an interesting uh, combo. You know, like I feel like we've seen a lot of platformers. Like platformers is really common and kind of overdone, and so I think I, it's always nice to me to see like a, a unique one, you know, and I feel like combining it with a dating sim and then making it like a dark comic is also kind of fun and awesome.
0: Um, Drac kind of looks like giga Chad. He's uh ultra <laughs> handsome. Do you guys know what Dick? Oh giga yeah. Chad is? No, no, you could do a, <laughs> you've seen it, dude. It's like this, like exaggerated, uh, machi machismo guy. This guy. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, I've never seen that. Is that a real person? Is just it like, it's just like, ripped.
0: Yeah, I think it's like, you know, Yeah, it uh, doesn't look ripped. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's
2: enhanced. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this game is uh, coming out soon, uh, and the developers deep end games, uh, which looks like they made not another game called Perception, but yeah. Uh, so look out for it. Like I said, it's coming out soon.
1: Nice. All right. And then the last game we got Company of Heroes 3. I saw this. I was thinking of putting this on there because I've never played a Company of Heroes game, but I had a friend who just got obsessed with one of them and like lost his life to the game pretty much.
0: Uh, (laughs) I played the first one. Um, It's, uh, I think it was my first introduction to small squad uh, RTS. So, you know, you have like a group of four dudes and, um, when you have small groups like that, it makes it a little more intimate because like each guy has one grenade and you have to keep track of like each guy with how many grenades they have. I don't know about part three. I know it's still small squad combat and you might have three of these squads. So, you know, up to 12 guys. Um, Dawn of war two. I was super excited about, we were talking about last week, how uh, I loved Dawn of war one. And what they did was they went from giant, you know, armies of 20, 30 per squad to, and then they just whittle it down to what this is, like four four or five guys, real, real small. And, um, you know, there's advantages to it, but um, Company of Heroes was the first one that did it very well. And as I was going to put this, on, I put it on here because it comes out in like four days. Um, the reason I put it on, uh, I mean, as I was putting this on, I realized I haven't even played part two, so I went and looked at part two. It has an eighty eighty percent on reviews, which is pretty good, and it's twenty bucks. So I put it on my wish list. Um, maybe uh, I, you know I'd rather go through that than pay whatever sixty or seventy dollars this is going to be. There's no price on it right now, but um, yeah, they, it has quite the reputation because um, these games are usually very very good. And uh, part one, like I said, was uh, did something. Uh, original, I believe. I might be wrong. Have you ever played anything with a small squad, Bobby? Like an RTS, with RTS, a small squad. Yeah, not
1: really. No. Yeah,
0: there's not a whole lot of them. But yeah, it makes it cool. Um, so Company of Heroes Three, uh, it's in the Mediterranean Theater of World War One. I? I think so. They, uh, yeah, one right because one was in Africa. Uh, everything looks really old. So. um... I think it's World War One. Jeez, I don't even know, man. Maybe World War Two, because it has the Italians. Anyways, um, a, a company is made up of not just one. Um, it's one nation, but it has helps from, from help from the other nations. So the British have the Australians and the. A few other nationalities in there, and the Germans have the Italians with them, and they each have very distinct groups. So, the video that I watched, like, they're like, let's show you three ways to get through this campaign, and so, or this one mission. So, they used a different company for each one and it was completely different tactics so that you could go through so one was more like um using a bunch of uh ground troops one had airplanes and one had artillery and it was all it was like three different missions even though it was the same mission so um yeah these have very long and uh well thought out campaigns it's in my eyes these have always been like more campaign based than multiplayer based although it does as have that as well Mm-hmm. and that's how i like to play rts i put it on easy and i put it on single player it's the only way i can play i just get too fumbled up
1: <laughs> uh well this game does have a price tag it is 60 dollars, and it's coming out february 23rd oh. so
0: yeah. very soon very soon
1: there was some really old yahtzee game review um you know yahtzee crowshaw yeah it, you know that guy the uh, australian um and he described RTS as, as, of course, it's not going to sound funny when I say it. It always sounds funny when he says it. But he described RTS as, or the way he plays them, as just selecting all his guys and then clicking on the thing he wants to die. And it's funny yeah. because you're, you're in RTSs, you're supposed to micromanage. And it's such a, I get kind of frustrated with the genre because I'm just like, this is not an enjoyable experience. Like micromanaging <laughs> all these different units and their, their spells and everything. Like, I just feel like it's a poor design. Um, and most people play it just like that. They just select all their units and right click on that one, kill that one, and then kill that one, you know, and, uh, it, I don't know, but, uh, people like them, people play them.
0: Yeah. You have to, on, on something like this, you have to be a lot more, uh, strategic because when you only have 12 human beings, uh, if you lose one or two, that's a huge hit to your, to your squad. So, uh, and like I said, like, and ammo's an issue and all that stuff. It's it's easier to micromanage when you only have a micro team. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's the yeah, way I see it. Anyway. Less
1: units to... That's true. Yeah.
2: yeah, this would be tough. I like RTSs a lot, and I do actually like micromanaging the team, but usually not with... I feel like if you get more than six, it's kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I might be wrong. This might have made it a lot bigger. I'm seeing a lot of units on screen, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, like Maybe I'll play part two and get back to you guys.
1: Well, speaking of RTSs, I played one this week. Let's move on to highlights, the games that we have played. Uh, This is just going to be really short, but I finally beat uh, Warcraft 3, Reign of Chaos, not Frozen Throne. So since the Reforged Edition that came out in, what, 2018, I have been slowly working away at beating this game on hard, which I've never done, actually. I've played this game lots of times, uh, like start to finish. Um, and I don't think I've ever played it on hard and it is actually really hard. (laughs) Were
0: you slowly progressing because you were losing a lot or just because you haven't, you don't play very often?
1: Um, because I don't play very often, Mm. but it also does take a long time to get through the campaign mode because the, the levels are designed to take a long time, like Mm. 30 minutes, sometimes, uh, could be an hour, Uh, you know, they just... They're, they're difficult, too, so some of them I, I would have to save frequently and go back and start over. Um, for instance, the last mission, it's hold out for 45 minutes, like just a wave survival for 45 minutes. And it's after you've played all three different races, the night elves, the orcs, the humans, and now they've banded together against um, you know Illidan and the undead and— are, you know, the bad guys and you've got to control each base and defend like wave after wave. But any way you go about it, it's going to take at least 45 minutes because the timer starts, you know, so you can't really, you know, someone, um, they speed run this game and there's a way that I think you can, uh, skip part of it, or they may have like said, okay, we're only doing these levels. Like they actually just skipped the some of the levels just so it wasn't a ridiculously long right. speed run.
0: Like they skipped the, the yeah, necessary like, timed ones.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we're just going to speed run like the, you know, the orc campaign or something like that. But I remember seeing it in one of these games done quick events. Um, the saving was kind of a, a pain in the ass because, uh, you really have to be on top of it. You have to save yourself. And if you fail a mission, like you could have lost uh, like 30 minutes of your life right there. You got to go all the way back to the beginning and start, start over. So what I noticed when I started the frozen throne campaign, which was the, the DLC to warcraft three, uh, it auto saves like frequently, like multiple times during the level. And I don't know why they didn't do that with reign of chaos and the Re- reina, or, uh, uh in the reforged edition, I, it seems strange to me, but at least they're doing it in uh, Frozen Throne because that was annoying.
0: Did you uh, when you played the campaign? Did you largely use the same strategy and got you all the way through, or did you have to? Was it thought out enough? that Well, in the
1: campaign, to... like you don't have you don't have an option. It's not just like multiplayer where you just choose a, a race and then you. You know, start from one base and three workers, and build on up. Like mm. it'll be a mission. Like okay, you get this hero and these characters, and you have to go from point gotcha. A to B, And then when you get here, you get a few more. You know, they they kind of tailor the experience. You
0: but, know, Bobby, thinking uh, talking about saves, uh, you said something last week that uh, has stuck with me a little bit. Dai Katana had a a thing where you there was like save crystals, and you had yeah. to like collect them in order to earn mm. a save. I think the concept sounds juicy to me, dude. Like I kind of. The, the concept of earning a, your save point is pretty mm-hmm. cool without it being a save point that you reach. It's kind of what w- w- would happen. Yeah, and I'm it? trying like, to think of other games have done that too. I've never, I can't think of one, uh,
1: Do they drop off of enemies? Is that what it is? No, you have to find them like secrets. Oh, maybe
0: that. See, I don't like that as much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You have to like locate them. I'm I'm wondering, uh, I don't think Turok did this. I think they had like, you could just save whenever, but there was something else. Like Turok had this really weird system where you had to find keys in order to unlock areas. And that was a pain. But yeah, people did not like the save gem thing. But I, I swear another game must have tried something like that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so yeah, that's Warcraft 3. Still a good game. And I don't mind the reforged edition. Like, had I had known what it was going to be, I don't know if I would have like pre-purchased it, but it's they let you zoom out a lot further than like the normal Warcraft game, which I'm sure you can do all that with mods anyway, but I it, don't know.
0: Is it flat out better in every way than the original?
1: Yeah, I think you can get I think you can mod the original to be just like Reforged in most ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But it saves you the hassle of doing it, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Uh, Days. what's going on with Hogwarts? Did you finish it?
2: I did did not. Um, I I still love it. Uh, And I don't wanna like, still I still wanna spoil too much crazy stuff, but I keep playing it. And like every time that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna start getting bored of this, something new happens and i'm like shit dude it's still happening i'm level 34 i think and i've gotten pretty far i've got i've done the third trial and uh, for people that don't know what the hell that means uh there's like these special different uh, like kind of puzzle test trials that you have to go through um to unlock different parts of history. And that's kind of all I'm going to say without spoiling too much, but it is cool. And it is challenging. There's different things of fighting and like solving puzzles and stuff in each of these. And there was a huge shift in the third trial of uh, how different it was. And it was just, it was so fucking cool. It just totally flipped the game on its head. And I said, I don't want to spoil it since it's still out pretty, uh, or it's still pretty newly out, I guess, but I'm really enjoying it, man. Like I'm loving it. Like I feel like I've unlocked a lot. Um, When I, the only person I know that is a lot further than me was uh, Socom, and he showed me a bit of his stuff, and it's just like inspiring because there's just there's so much still to the game, and it's like I'm more than 50 hours in, and there's so much more still, so it's awesome.
0: It's not just you, man. Everyone that I've talked to loves this game. Everyone. Chad uh, texts me randomly. He's like. I think this is the perfect game for me. And I was like, yep, Days keep saying it's so good. Uh, Fastidia said he's enjoying it. Um, just every, everyone. I haven't heard a negative thing. Um, I, I think it's getting to the point where like, you don't even have to know anything or even like Harry Potter to enjoy this game.
1: I know a lot of people are streaming it and I've tried to watch some of the streams, but it's, I don't know if it's a very streamable game. Yeah. You have to watch a long time because I'll tune in and it'll just be someone picking out their wand for like 15 minutes. And it's (laughs) just not, not super. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah you got to watch when somebody's uh in some action for sure because even the combat like it's it's really fun to watch the combat i would imagine for streaming though because there is a lot of variety and combos and things that you can do uh one of my favorites is you can transform somebody into an explosive barrel and then launch that into another person and kill them both which is so fucking epic <laughs> like <laughs> It's so awesome. fantastic. You can pull somebody in, make them float up, like flip them over, like, and then just completely knock them back and explode or like a fire, like a, uh, I'm thinking a Bombardo. which just like an explosive shot basically at them. It's just awesome. There's so many ways that you can do the combat and, so many ways that you can do things i just i really can't wait to finish on my ravenclaw and then make a slytherin and almost role play with it and just make her like the meanest bitch ever who just uh-huh. hides and like tries to petrificus totalis everybody and kill him in one shot uh, i think that'd be a lot of
1: fun
0: bobby would you play it on like family share or something
1: um i'd check it out i don't know if i'd follow through with it
0: I have uh I have access it through it through Daisy's account. I might give it a shot, but I'm very busy with Returnal right now. Um, that just came out um, a couple days ago, I think. Um, I was on the fe- I wasn't really on the fence. I was like, this game's too expensive. I'm not going to pay sixty bucks for for this, even though um, I've always had my eye on it um, since they declared it for. Um, pc and john bought it for me because uh it turns out it has a co-op uh for this version of it uh, i don't know if there's co-op on the original or maybe they added it recently but with the release of the pc version there is now multiplayer and uh, we actually got to play for about an hour today although he was yelling at his kids most of the time because uh they would not go to sleep um but so uh let me talk about what it is it is what i had been well, i'm going on a roll here man this is like 3 weeks in a row where i've i've uh predicted all of this it wasn't so much a prediction as i was asking uh and wondering why it had not been done it's a uh triple a roguelike uh, why has nobody really tried it? And I, I guess because it's a huge investment, but it's already a tried and true um, genre or at least a function of a game. You know, now, there's been what, hundreds of them and huge successes. So anyway, this, um, this developer, I forget their name, they, uh, took a risk and I think it paid off. It mostly has better reviews. It's like at 80 percentile, something's, uh, 90, 90%. So people like it. Um, it has a few flaws to it. It's a third person, uh, bullet hell, um, roguelike. So you're on this alien world and, um, you crash land there and as you play through the first time you're also finding dead bodies of yourself and um those dead bodies sometimes have tape recordings of you know right before they died and stuff like that so the story is told through subsequent deaths much like um hades um or death loop and um so it's an interesting way of telling a story, you know, you get it fragmented and sometimes you get things out of order, I think. Um, but overall, you know, you're like, what the hell exactly is going on here? Especially when you encounter yourself and you kill yourself and she kind of freaks out and she's like, you know, was that a demon or or something? Or was it, um, another person just like me just trying to escape and I just killed her. Like, it's very, it's hard um, I don't know yet if you're clones of each other or how that's all working. I've only played, um, what
1: <clears throat>
0: probably three hours, but I played, uh, maybe three run throughs, something like that. So I'm not getting a whole lot of story. And then, uh, her, how her childhood home, home, or no, her home from earth was just magically in the, in the level, one of the levels. And so something about her mind is going and affecting the world. The world itself is like um, kind of Geiger-esque in a way, like a low-key Geiger mixed with a little bit of like xenomorphs. Um, and like I said, bullet hell. Bullet hell from a third person's perspective is a really strange thing, you know. Um, I've never seen it before really except for maybe, <coughs> maybe in like a, a spaceship game where you're like flying forward and a lot of bullets are coming in a third person pers- perspective. I think there's been games like that. Uh, there was something like that on the the Genesis or something, but anyway, um, yeah, you're controlling a person with a gun and a rocket booster and you've got like millions of these glowing balls coming at you and you got to dodge them all yeah, the action is definitely the best part of this game. Um, it looks great. um, I would say the downside is uh, it's more of a, a rogue like than it is a roguelite in that like there's not a whole lot of persistent things between runs. <clears throat> so you could play for like an hour and not really achieve anything towards the end goal of the game. That being said, the action is so much fun that like I don't really care.
1: Do you start all the way back at the beginning? Yeah,
0: every time. But, you know, the things that, like, a grappling hook, something that will get you across a chasm, Mm -hmm. those things persist. So next time you come to a chasm, you can get across it. Or um, I got the katana or the sword or whatever, and now I can chop down certain barriers. I always restart with that. So, um, (coughs) yeah, there's, like, four or five items, maybe more, that are persistent. Everything else, pretty much is all run based there's no currency there's no unlocks nothing so it is hard very very hard on top of that (coughs) there's a bonus uh called adrenaline which i think um i think you do more damage when your adrenaline's up or you unlock your weapon abilities faster when you're anyway that goes away as soon as you get hit so not only are you penalized by almost dying but you your adrenaline drops and then you lose whatever bonus you have so this game is really trying to get you to not get hit at all and it is hard cuz they're coming from uh, all angles uh, some of them teleport um the the first i actually played a long time uh without dying for the first time i was uh I talked to John cause he's played this on the PS five. I guess now he's bought three copies of this game. Like he really likes this game. Oh, wow! he has it for the PS five. Then he bought it for PC just so he could play with me. Oh, um, and bought me a version and, uh, the multiplayer worked great. Like no problems connecting with each other. The no latency. It, it was, it was really cool. Uh, but he was like shocked how far I got without dying for the first time. And I think it's my theory, that this game is a little bit easier on mouse and keyboard because uh, of the aiming. Like, obviously, it's much more precise. Um, he was complaining that the movement is much worse on the mouse and keyboard. But, yeah, the the shooting is better. But even though it's, uh, quote, air quotes here, easier, it's a fucking really hard game, but it's rewarding in that the action itself is, like... I don't know how many times I'm gonna to have to play this before I get bored. Uh, I'm really, really enjoying it. So cool. I, I'm not. I don't even care that much. I mean, there is a mystery, but I, you could take the story completely out of this game, and I would not care. It's more about the action. So
1: well, this game is full price, sixty bucks, and it is excluded from Steam family sharing.
0: Yeah, that's because you have to connect to. Oh, it was, I thought it was very strange. It connects to Epic. And Epic connects to fucking Sony. That's uh, weird. Yeah, really. Oh. Weird. Yeah. Um. I so my Epic it, it did automatically, and I didn't have a Sony account, so then I had to make a Sony account, and then that's it. I haven't seen any it, in my subsequent plays, and nothing's popped up since then. So it was, but it is strange.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um. Hmm. I wouldn't say ten out of ten, but you know, really enjoying it. Maybe 8.5. It's it's no Hogwarts
1: Legacy.
0: It's no (laughs) Hogwarts (laughs) Legacy. I'm actually uh, looking forward to your review of this, Bobby.
1: And by this, we're talking about Monster Train The Last Divinity. This is the DLC for Monster Train. Picked it up last week and uh, been playing a lot of it. And, you know, I've read the reviews and it's funny because sometimes i don't read any negative reviews but i i read a positive review responding to the negative reviews like i i saw run cut to the one, chase one review that was like like to all you uh to everybody that's complaining about this and that you know yeah. and then they go on to like like to their rebuttal and i'm like well who's who's saying that i haven't heard anybody say this or that um but this uh, this game or this review was talking about the changes made by this DLC and how some people don't like them. I I thought they were really good. So there's three or there's a couple major changes here. Uh, there's the new class, the Wormkin, and the best way I can describe these guys is they operate kind of like a rogue you build up energy points and then you spend those energy points. So there's three layers to this game, three layers to the train, the enemies move up and then they get to your crystal and destroy it. Um, so imagine on those three rows, you have like energy points that you can, cards build them up and then other cards spend them to to do things. Um, and it, it reminds me of like the rogue in, in WoW, how you build up the energy points and then you use them. Um, so that's the best comparison I can make. I, I really enjoy the class. Um, I've been trying really hard to make a spell deck work with them and I have not been able to beat it, but I think that's because of the other mechanic they've introduced into this. They have another... Um, it's not a currency. Um, you can spend, uh, you can get even better upgrades, but it raises this level. And if that level gets to, I think the max is 150, but hundred makes things a lot more difficult. So basically it makes you stronger, but it also makes them stronger. Uh, you can merge cards together, like morph them together, like take, uh, some abilities from this character and apply it to like another unit, mm. uh which is cool. But it, it causes that level to rise. Um what do they call that here? Packed shards. That's what they call it. Yeah. So it's um I don't know. It I I enjoy it. I don't mind it, but it also it, it's kind of a treadmill effect. Like um yeah I'm stronger, but so are the enemies. So like what's the net gain here? Like I, get, saying, I guess
0: that you're trying to That your strategy by upgrading those are greater than the numeric? Mm -hmm. uh,
1: Well, it's another dial to turn in the whole, uh, the whole thing. Like they used to talk about this when they were trying to balance characters and hots, like the more uh, types of mechanics or different uh, things you have, the more dials you can turn. And uh, for the player that creates more options as well. So yeah, I can make a judgment call like, okay, this is going to raise this like the enemy levels this much but is it worth it is it going to give me a bigger advantage if i if i do this um and you can turn all this stuff off too at on the main screen like you can play without this uh the last thing that they've added to this is uh the end boss which i don't think i've gotten to yet i think you have to beat If you get up to a hundred on packed shards, then you are eligible to fight the end boss. But I think you have to beat the last boss of the train first and then get to him. And I haven't, I haven't gotten that far yet. If I, I haven't done a run where I haven't got a hundred pack shards yet. I always just end up taking them and maybe that's what's killing me or, you know, it's random too. I just haven't got a deck that's worked that, that has worked. It, it sucks. Cause I keep trying to do the same deck and that's kind of the wrong way to play a game like this because you got to embrace the randomness. You got to play with the cards you're dealt, so to speak. Um, so I'm just trying to like force this, like, like huge wombo, like, like play one card, do 900 damage kind of deck, but mm-hmm. it's just,
0: if it doesn't happen and it doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. If it's not happening, then it's just, it's not going to happen. Plus sometimes I'll get to the last boss and it'll be, he gets like a random buff and sometimes the random buff will be like, uh, apply consume to the first spell you cast and consume, consume makes the card go into the discard pile. So, um, I, I also do like low decks, like 16 cards. So, mm-hmm. Uh, pretty quick, you know, all my cards are going to be gone there. And it totally screwed me. And I, I played through the entire, uh, an entire round and then got to the end and I saw that and I'm like, oh, well, uh, I'm done. <laughs> that totally counters my deck.
0: So you've never, uh, air quotes, beat the game, uh, the original game.
1: Oh, no, I beat yeah, it. Yeah. I'm I'm on well, it. The way the original game works is you beat it once and then you go up to like another level. I can't mm. remember what they call the levels. And then it, it makes things a little more difficult. And then if you beat that, then you're eligible for the next level. So, and you can see where everybody's at, which is really cool. So I'm on level eight, which means I've beaten the game, um, so n- not just eight times. I could have beaten it more and played on lower difficulties, but I've beaten the game like eight times on harder difficulties. And... I think oh man who's there's somebody on my friends list who's like at 15 or 16 and that's the highest one. Oh uh, okay. Yeah, I think it's Jiffy or maybe it's uh Rusty Bagels, but uh I
0: remember when I was playing like you can as you isn't this the game when you pass them on high score you can see their name like mm-hmm. Yeah, you it's yeah. pretty cool in that way.
1: Yeah, it makes it kind of competitive. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe I just need to focus on uh not using the pack shards and getting that level up. But I I'm really enjoying it. I, I love this game. I I think it's my favorite of all the card based combats, although I only have about fifty hours in this game, and I've got like hundred and ten in um Slay the Spire, apparently. I didn't realize I had that much. But uh I, I really like this one.
0: Uh the other one, Bobby, the one that has the like um the conversation deck and the uh Mm-hmm. The combat deck? Um, did that get its 1.0 release? Uh, Griffin's,
1: Griffin's, yeah. yeah. I believe so. it must have by now. Yeah, that one's got way more of a story, and that one has two types of combat: the actual like physical fighting combat, and Dialogue. the um, right. uh, it's like what do they call it? It's like argument or persuasion <laughs> or something. But yeah, it's like. Um, i still gotta play that man that's a good one and i still gotta play tainted grail too but yeah there's a lot of these games out there or
0: inscription dude i think you'd really like inscription too
1: i didn't realize that was a
0: yeah it's a card card. game
1: i didn't realize that yeah
0: it's uh very strange though
1: okay (laughs) it's
0: very strange but it's very good because um uh the story you're locked in a cabin with this guy that Oh man, he's so creepy too. He changes depending on what he's doing. He changes his mask, and all of them are creepy.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. It's by the guys who made that, um, what Pony Island or something or Pony Express, like that really weird game.
0: Uh, but both of those are on my 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 PCs, so you can play them.
1: Okay, yeah. Pony Island. That was that was a weird one.
0: Uh, we still have family share, yeah. Uh,
1: yep, yeah, well, so- still working.
0: Look at that. Overwhelmingly positive 80,000 reviews. Yeah. Spent. No,
1: it was a incredibly popular <laughs>
0: <game>. <laughs> I know. What's the last time I've seen that? I don't even know. It's i insane. think God of War was 50,000. But yeah.
1: All right. So. Well, that is it for uh, highlights. Um, we don't have any listener questions or subs to announce, so this is going to be a quick one. But, you guys uh guys are
0: slacking out there, man.
1: Anybody want to plug something?
0: Um, not on the... Sp- Spot, well, you could always go to our website, uh, dlgaming.net. Right from there, you can find uh, merch and Patreon and all kinds of uh, photos of us. And if you are wondering about an older game, you can use a search and find a hot key or a word or whatever and find what episode that was. It doesn't have a timestamp, but you can listen to an old episode and yeah. laugh at our stupidness.
1: All right. Well, what's everyone playing next week?
0: Returnal. Sure. Oh, and I'm going to Iowa. So uh, depending on what day of the week, I'm going to Iowa to go see J.P. Diddy, um, my gay lover. It's very cold over there, so uh, we're going to keep each other warm. (laughs) And uh, so, uh, yeah, depending on what day we do the podcast, that means how much, I mean, strictly on the books is like drinking eating, and video games. That's it. So, um, yeah. Hopefully we do it later in the weekend so that uh, I have more time to play video games. Because I'll be there from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't don't know what time I leave Sunday. So we have to
1: figure it out. All right. A lot of co-op stuff. Nice. Nice. What about you, Dez? What's your plan?
2: Oh, probably a lot more of a Hogwarts Legacy or... Playing the game of getting the fuck outside and touching grass.
1: <laughs> touching grass. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to play this week. We'll see. It'll be a surprise. Inscription uh, and Tainted Grail, dude. We just went okay. over it. All right. I'll, I'll play one of these. Yeah, for sure. I'll play cool. one of these games. Um, you know, I forgot to mention, uh, I, I mentioned this like a couple weeks ago, but that I was going to be building a computer or teaching Uh, someone to build a computer, my, my friend's, uh, stepson. And I did that, uh, yesterday and it went really well. It's, um, this kid's like eight years old, right? Mm -hmm. So, but he was totally into it. Nice. was all about it and like I had him do all the stuff and I kind of talked him through it and explained like what this and that was and we got it built, got windows on there.
0: I bet his tiny hands really helped actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like
1: I, it, my big fucking mitts dude, I can't ever get those little screws it takes me forever. Yeah, no it's a pain man and the worst part about building any computer is always putting in the little pins for like the power LED or the power switch and mm-hmm. the reset switch a, a lot of nice motherboards this is so great when they do this but they'll include include this little um, block where you can plug those pins mm. into and then you plug that block into the uh, pins on the motherboard so it makes it so much easier I m- more motherboards need to do that um, but Legos it goes
0: now come with a little separating device that things so yeah. do oh
1: yeah yeah it's like you got to have that it, you know just the other day I was looking at like speaking of hardware I saw this power supply where it had it was modular you know where you plug in just the cables you need and it had the ports on the side so you just take off the side of your case there are the ports and you plug them right in Mm. because traditionally the the ports to plug in your cables to the power supply are always like on the opposite end of like the power cord so you have to always kind of like jam it in there in a weird angle and i was like dude that is genius why has nobody ever done that that's like amazing but yeah anyway it was a great experience um he can say now that he's built his own gaming computer it was um I was kind of disappointed in the case, though, because I thought it came with RGB fans. You know, he's a kid. He's, he likes all the RGB stuff. Right, it's so right, flashy. Right. But it did not come with any fans. So I guess we're going to have to get those separately. But um, it had RGB? No, it did not have any RGB. At yeah. all? No, oh, no. It's like a black case. There, yeah, it had a window and everything, but the fans were supposed to light up. No. I mean, it, it's a nice looking case, but um, yeah, it's it, it's too bad.
0: Those fans, fans won't be pricey, right? Uh, RGB fans?
1: Uh, It depends on which ones you get. Like Corsair, they've got some fantastic RGB fans, but they're a little pricey. Um, First thing he installs, of course, is Minecraft because he loves Minecraft. Yeah. kids that age but yeah that was cool man it was and i was really surprised at the performance of the 5600g the um amd cpu mm-hmm. it's like one of those apus with a like cpu gpu um you, you technically don't need a graphics card but i mean it can run like assassin's creed at like 40 50 frames a second like that's that's pretty good for not having a graphics card yeah so yeah, that was cool
0: Nice man. I'm glad it worked out. Glad he wasn't a little shit, you know?
1: <laughs> no, no, he's totally into it. And um he's probably gonna go. I think him and uh and my friend are gonna be going on April eighth to dream hack. So are you are you going? Yeah. Okay, I, cool.
0: That reminds me, I gotta buy my
1: ticket. Awesome. Yeah, do it before the price goes up. But uh April eighth, dream hack. We're we're gonna be there, folks.
0: Cool. All right. Uh, nice. Speaking for, did you say Dace? Oh, yeah, you're going to play Touch the Grass. Speaking for uh, Bobby Dace <laughs> and myself, Inscription uh, Tits. <laughs> touch the grass, it sounds like a euphemism. Yeah. Something. Yeah, because, uh, what is it? Oh, grab ass? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Uh, grass there, ass. They're over there playing grab ass.
1: And they're they're touching the grass.
0: Bye.